on 2SM and the Super Network. High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the Yes, welcome back to High Tide on the final hour of our Saturday program. Good to have the pleasure of your company. Now, if you're thinking of heading out today, I think it's not looking too bad. It's looking good. Yeah, it's not looking bad at all. Um, Variable winds around about 10 knots. No major swell to speak of. This is in the enclosed waters area. And offshore, not all that different. And about one metre of swell. So a beautiful day to be out and about because next weekend... We won't be out and about. We'll be heading we'll, off. We'll be out and about at the Sydney International Boat Sydney Show. Sydney International Boat Show. We won't be out on the water. We'll be going to buy a new boat from Blake's Marine. Oh, don't have a problem with that. <laughs> but we're also going to have a good fishing show too. The There's fishing... a lot going on there, isn't there? Yes. Yeah, Paul Burt, PJ, as you mentioned, Greg Reed, and Andrew Eddinghausen, who's very kindly donated some time for us this morning. G'day, Andrew. How are you this morning? G'day, boys. How you going? Oh, yeah, good. Thank you for getting up to have a chat to us this morning. No, oh, no worries. I'm normally, uh, yeah, I got asked by a mate to go fishing today, but uh, I said, sorry, I've got the boys from High Tide. <laughs> oh, <laughs> love, priority, priority. <laughs> love the way you think. What are you planning for the Sydney International Boat Show? Oh, it's always a big one, and uh, it's, it's great to see everything getting back to normal after those years of COVID. So, um, you know, the International Boat Show, it's, uh, it's on from... The third uh, to the sixth of August, which is which is exciting. So Thursday through to Sunday, um, just always plenty to see and do there. You've got uh, you know the, the the magic of Darling Harbour and the spectacular marina, which is which is fantastic. And that big international convention centre has been um, you know there'll be there'll be boats and virtually everything marine uh, that you'd ever want to see. Um, in in the whole facility, which is going to be great, you know, loads of boats to check out, and marine gear and gadgets, and um, lots of entertainment, uh, educational stuff. We'll be up on stage doing some chats, and there's a whole pile of uh, of um, different people who are going to be there talking. Um, you know, pretty much experts in fishing. Uh, guys like Timmy Simpson, who you know has been in the game for a long, long time, and uh, you know he'll be chatting everything fishing. Um, Reese Creed's a young bloke coming through who's uh, who's uh, all over his freshwater fishing, which is great, and catching those big Murray cods. Pretty much uh, something for everybody there, and um, and we'll have a little stand there as well. The the escape with ET Hub will be there, which is fantastic. So I'm looking forward to uh, you know meeting people and saying g'day and talking fishing and boating, and I think it's going to be uh, some good weather. It's looking great today, and hopefully it'll just uh, continue on. Okay, what do you be, what will you be talking about on stage? Oh, pretty much everything fishing. You know, we'll uh, we'll have a good on, good old chat up there. I've got uh, Paul Burt, who uh, I've known for a long, long time. He'll be uh, he'll be doing a bit of an interview with us uh, about fishing and different species that you can catch at different times of the year around uh, around the country. Um, so so you dragged uh, him yeah, away. There'll be plenty of plenty of chin chin wagging, good uh, good stories to tell. So Andrew, you dragged Paul Bird away from the autograph sessions, have you? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, Paul's um, you know he's been uh, a fantastic angler all his life. I know. Uh, I know his uh, his brother as well. Who they've run tackle stores up there on the Gold Coast. Used to go up there and and see those guys over the years and have good chats and you know always willing to help you when uh, when you're trying to catch a fish. Yeah, no. Look, it's going to be a great week up there, and you've got a, a great crew on the on the fishing stage up there, the Susamar uh, fishing stage. So it'll be worth the effort. 
But, uh, oh, yeah, and I, th- and, and I think Shimano also, I've got the fishing tank there as yes, well. Yes, I have, uh, yeah. With Dave Moss. So those things are great for the kids. And, you know, so it's pre- pretty much a show that going to have all the big boats outside which uh, which is always so impressive to to wander through and, and dream about and then you can go inside yeah, and, get a reality. And, uh, and check out all the you know everything from you know transport new south wales are always there for all your all your boating questions you know because they're great with all this, all the safety side of things which is so important and um you know everything from hobie kayaks uh, you know, you, you've just basically everything marine. You, this is the place to be next uh, next Thursday to Sunday. It's a good point you make because uh, we've also got maritime down there. We've got marine rescue there. Well, they've got one of their vessels uh, there to take a look at as well, which I'm actually looking forward to because they've some pretty they're, they're pretty good kits. Yeah, they've got some good stuff there. Oh, look, I tell you, it's always a great time down there. Go and enjoy yourself. Even if you're not looking to buy a boat, get out and have a look and see what the latest gear is around. There'll be electronics there. There'll be accessories for your boat as well type of thing. So it's not just have to buy a boat there. There's a lot of other things. There'll be fishing tackle there, I would suggest, too. And as you know, Blakey, I like my gadgets. Yes, you do. There's like gadgets, gadgets galore. <laughs> gadgets galore. Andrew, we're going to put you under under a little bit of pressure this morning. So we didn't tell you. I didn't warn you about this, did I? It's all right. Fire away. What, what, what do you what do you got got to uh, ask me? I've got a double pass to give away to the Sydney International Boat Show to the first person that can email us or send us a message on our Facebook page. I need a question. Okay. Well, what about uh, seeing it's winter? What's what's my favourite fish to catch in winter? Oh, there we go. There go. I like that. I like that. There you go. There you go. Because you know, obviously. You know, we're, we're we're used to that beautiful warm current coming down around Christmas, and we've got so many species to to target. But uh, there's some species that uh, you know you can catch them um, in the river. You can catch them along the the rocky shores. So there's uh, there's there's some clues for for some of the somebody out there who can uh, pick up a- Andrew. Quick, uh, Kieran, in the background. Quick question for you: What bait would you be using? For these fish, or are you not using bait? No, no. For these fish, you actually do use bait, and uh, and and a, a good mix of burley as well. So, um, yeah, you get that burley going, and uh, and you can also also use a float at times. So, oh, it's okay. something that, it uh, might might yeah. be a green coloured bait. I think so. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> they're not always carnivores. They might be herbivores. <laughs> it's a great question, Andrew, because even I got that one. <laughs> that's saying something. <laughs> Man, thank you so much for your time this morning, and we'll look forward to catching up with you out there. When when can people come and see you at the, the boat show? When will you be there? Yeah, I'll be there from Thursday morning on the 3rd all the way through to Sunday evening on the 6th. So I'll be there every day, every day and, um, yeah, just uh, hopefully... Yeah, that's, that weather's looking so amazing. Like today, I think uh, it's going to be pretty nice the end of next week. So oh, yeah. looking forward to seeing lots of people out there, you know. It's, boats uh, hold a special place in, in Aussie people's hearts, I think. You know, we, we love our boating and, um, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, there's plenty to see out there. Now, just for everyone too, you've got to buy your tickets online first before you get at the boat show. It's not lining up and buying tickets when you get there. So go online, Sydney International Boat Show, and you can buy your tickets there. Sounds good. Okay, thanks, Andrew. Much appreciated. Boys. Okay, bye. Andrew Eddinghausen, who's the ambassador for the boat show. Yeah, I'm really, uh, you know I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I've said it ad nauseum. Yes. Um, I really am looking forward to getting down there and, and and particularly catching up with everybody for a chat too. You know, I, that's 
I think that beyond going and taking a look at you know the extraordinary boats and 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 having a look at the gadgets, you'll be out in the marina looking at all the gadgets. Yeah, <laughs> guilty as charged. Guilty as charged. This is high tide. We'll take a quick break and be back on the other side of this. Talking sport. So I managed to work out how to listen to you fellas when I was over, oh, over really? in Malaysia. So good to come back at three o'clock and listen to Tungsy's one-liners. Pappy pronouncing the names of all those boys that I couldn't even half get my tongue around. Graham explaining all the complicated rules in layman's terms. And then, of course, Robbo. <laughs> if Tigers don't win, he always takes his happy pills before he comes on. Weekdays from three. I'll be saying, what on earth? Is the world coming to an Aussie in charge with Tottenham Hotspur? And it's not any club. We are talking Tottenham, Tottenham. Hotspur. This is 2SM. So I got invited out to watch the State Origin. Mate, you wouldn't believe it. Now, I've been kicked out a few pubs in my life. <laughs> <laughs> this bloke shut the pub down, 9.30, as soon as the game was over, and kicked everybody out. Absolutely yeah. classic. <laughs> Queensland are the biggest certainties to ever go around oh, in a football okay. game next game. The biggest certainties yeah. in origin yeah. history. Biggest, biggest certainties to ever go around in a region. Wow. Talking sport, weekdays from three. Good for the game tomorrow? Nah, still trying to sell the car. Uh, give me your phone, let me do it. Yeah, good luck. Car sales, instant offer. Car sales, what? Instant offer. You can skip creating an ad, dealing with buyers and waiting for a decent offer all weekend. Is that the offer for my car already? Yep. Now just take it to one of the official buyers nationwide, get it looked over, and the money drops the next business day. So I'll see you at the game then? Yeah, see you at the game. Car sales instant offer. The hassle-free way to sell your car. T&C Supply. Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five-minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call 07-56198-198. After the big game, every sports fan deserves to kick back and relax. And what better way to do that than with a mattress from OMF? Get ready to unwind in style with the ultimate in comfort and relaxation. So, what are you waiting for? Head on over to OMF and check out their game-changing range of mattresses. Shop online or at over 50 locations nationwide, 100% Australian Designed and owned. Where comfort meets sport. There's more to driving on the road than you think. So when it comes to tyres, you need something that's going to deliver performance when you want it and safety when you need it. Maxxis tyres deliver great value without compromising on safety. Get award-winning Maxxis tyres with the latest technology built in for you, your family and your car. Maxxis tyres. Find out more at maxxistires.com.au. That's M-A-X-X-I-S. Maxxistires.com.au. Listen to 2SM online. 2SMSuperNetwork.com. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It is 16 minutes after 6 here on High Tide and good to have the pleasure of your company this morning. Eddie has taken out a double pass to go to the Sydney International Boat Show. So well done on getting that spot on. Yeah. That's good. Now should we go to the phones? We should go to the phones. Who have we got? Mark Benazia, Shooters, Fishers and Farmers. 
Barty for the Upper House in New South Wales Parliament. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we? We're good. What's happening, Mark? Oh, look, um, as I alluded to last week, just sort of travelling travelling up the uh, north coast during during the break between uh, Sydney Weeks in Parliament and um, called into Tari and Old Bar and, and um, got a bit of an update on that access issue um, where the around 180,000 has been given to the local council up there um, to improve access to the to the Manning River um, on on Moores Moores Road, um, and it, it, it as a, it's as I sort of described the other week. It's um, you know one landowner thinking that he he can seize ownership of of a uh, public access road, and he's put gates up and um, put containers. Um, and cars and all sorts behind that gate, and you know, it tries to accost anybody that goes down there, and um, including council. And um, so, I, I don't see any progress happening uh, with that hundred and eighty thousand um, being being spent out of our trust fund to Im- improve access to this road. Um, ironically, there's a sign probably about five hundred metres back saying, you know, Council has no responsibility for maintenance of this road beyond this point. Um, yet they've taken 180,000 out of their trust fund to uh, <clears throat> essentially do just that. Apparently. So, um, what are you going to do about it? Who's going to uh, that, push the point on it? Well, I'm going to have to push the point with the um, the Fisheries Minister uh, Moriarty and just say, what's going on here? Why are we giving the council this money? Um, you know, when they're clearly dragging the chain or not wanting to um, push this push this issue, um, it's it's as I said, it seems like they're a little bit afraid of this landholder um, and afraid of tackling this issue head on. But you you can't take close to two hundred grand out of our fishing fees and then do nothing with it. Yes. Um, so either fix fix the bloody road or give us the money back. Is my view. Um, yeah, so that'll be a, a conversation for when I see the minister next week. I guess another topic of conversation for her will be this issue of the forestry protesters. We're up in Coffs Harbour the last couple of days and um, talking to the forestry contractors just about what they're having to um, deal with uh, when they go out to work. And, you know, they're now having to have police escorts to enter new forests to set up, you know, set up their work site. Um, you know, threats of intimidation, stalking of them and their families and their kids, you know, <sighs> like, say, we know where your kids get off at the bus at school, you know, threatening <laughs> some of the wives of the contract workers have been threatened with rape. Like, this, is, this is not great morning conversation for you yeah. guys, but this is exactly what's been going on. You know, even at, they've even had feces thrown at them while they're trying to do their job. It's just, it's just absolutely... Nuts, and no one should have to go to work under those sorts of conditions. And but, what, but what's wrong with people? I mean, it, 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 I will always st- stand up for their any individual's right to protest. But there's yeah, there's a way to a, do that's things. That's not a protest. No, that's just when no, you're thuggering someone and threatening the family. Yeah. Let's, let's lock them up. Yeah, yeah that's what it is. Yeah, and there's, yeah. There's, there's yeah, there's a right and wrong way to protest, and and I think if you have to go to those lengths to do that, you've lost the argument already. Yeah, um, for me and. It, 
their arguments full of lies and myths truths anyway. They 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 use emotive words like clear felling and and then you know they'll show you pictures of pine pine plantation. You know where obviously they do take every single tree in a in a softwood pine plantation, but this is hardwood and it's. It's a, it's a selective harvesting. I've seen I've seen the iPads rigged up in their machines. They've got them all. All the trees are labelled. You know, don't take this one. Don't take that one. No, we can take that one. Leave that one there. This is a koala tree. This is that. It's it's yeah, it's selective harvesting. Um, and I would, and I would, and it's done well. And this this particular site we're at it has been has been logged probably about six or seven times um, in the last sort of. 20, 30, 20, 30 years. So it's, um, sustain- now, if, it's if sustainable were, logging. Clear, yeah. yeah, if they were clear felling, they wouldn't have been able to do that. That's right. Um, so it's, yeah, so I'm going to be dusting off my um, forestry worker protection bill, which sort of strengthens the penalties against some of these clowns that are doing this behaviour, because we've just had one of the serial offenders get off uh, lightly with the magistrate. Um, and, yeah, his first words out of court were, well, this will now allow me, you know, to go back and, you know, do it all again, basically. So, um, <laughs> you know, be judicious. <laughs> That's not really showing remorse. No. No, no, not a, there was no remorse. There was no remorse at all. Contempt's uh, another word. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, so we would be interested in that bill again and, and putting pressure on, on both sides of Parliament to, um, uh, to support it because it comes down to... You know, protecting protecting workers, and then this bill creates like a, a, essentially a safe working zone within these within these forests, and just increases the penalties uh, for those that incite people to do this, um, as well as, as 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 well as doing these activities as well. And I, um, and I think it'd be frustrating too for the uh, for for people that do genuinely want to protest it to get tarred with the same brush, or or as you mm-hmm. say. Have have their um, their objectives whitewashed by you know somebody doing such sort of thuggery? Yeah, well, <clears throat> you you would you would think, um, but it, it's yeah. This is these, these are behaviours that are actually being encouraged and endorsed by one of the Greens members in in our upper house, Sue Higginson. She's actually visiting these sites and providing them legal advice because she used to work for the Environmental Defenders Office. She's providing them legal advice about how to you know, get through loopholes and and yeah. and um, uh, you know avoid prosecution. And when the police turn up, um, mind you, the police rescuer to turn up to unchain these people, you know, taking a couple hours to get away, you know, from wherever they are, either Lismore or Newcastle, and and um, then she scurries off yeah. and um, you know taking away police rescue resources um, from where they're needed is, is just adds another level of disgrace. They should be charged um, the cost factor for the police to go out there and unchain them and Absolutely. get rid of them. Absolutely. They should be. They should, they should bear the cost That's right. of having to have the police escort yes. uh, go out there with the vehicles. Yep. Um, it's, it's just insane. So we'll be pitching it to Labor that no one really, no, one, no worker in New South Wales should have to put up with this garbage. Um, you know, Labor's supposed to be big on safe work sites. Well, here we have one that's got out of control. Mark? Yes? Mate, why in the hell do we have to remove them? Why won't they want to chain themselves up? Why won't we leave them chained up? 
Well, the, people can't do their work, Karen. <laughs> well, they can't walk around. I think, I think well, Karen's point is let them the, do the their work. Truck. Leave them on the darn thing. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds good. It's like those people that glue themselves down to the road. Put a couple of cones around and leave them there for a couple of days. See what they're like afterwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they, they, <laughs> yeah, they want to sit on the highway let them, let them talk to the B-doubles. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, 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 we've we've been talking to a lot of people on the road just as we stop and we tell them what we're doing here. And, and yeah, we've we've heard a lot of that very old school view. Just leave, it, leave them there and let them, yeah. let them, suffer, let them suffer. Oh, yeah. I, but, um, honestly, Mark, I think we need to get Kieran into Parliament. I, I think one of the biggest problems we have, Mark, and, and you'd be able to back me up on this, is the fact that the media reports all these things. If the media didn't report them, they wouldn't yeah. do it because they're not going to get the free advertising and their point coming across. No, well, they, but the media's reporting and, and, and buying into their lies. You, you even had the issue up here of one of the MBN reporters actually joining in on the protest with Assad yeah. and, getting arrest, and getting arrested. So how, how's that impartial journalism? Yeah. Right. Yeah, good point. Okay, mate. Yeah, one, one shouldn't fuel the situation. <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> No pun intended. No. <laughs> thank you, Kieran. <laughs> Mark, thank you very much for your time this morning and keep up the good work. No worries. Thanks, guys. Okay, bye. Mark Benaziak, Shooters, Fishers and Farmers, buddy. We Could you imagine about... Kieran in Parliament? No. Yeah, I reckon it'd be awesome. Is that question time or sleep time? The, the, just calling <laughs> him the honourable member would be... <laughs> oh, take a break. Here's why renting a car from Bargain Car Rentals is such a bargain. Best prices guaranteed. No hidden fees and no fees for drivers under 25, offering unlimited kilometres and locations everywhere. Bargain Car Rentals Australia. Now that's a bargain. Visit bargaincarrentals.com.au. All aboard, Sydney. Hi, it's ET. Join me at the Sydney International Boat Show. Compare hundreds of boats, the latest gear and show specials. It's the ultimate marine showcase, August 3 to 6 at Darling Harbour. Tickets on sale now at sydneyboatshow.com.au. Finance Easy understands that recent times may have been uncertain for business owners and they'll make it simple to get you finance at competitive rates. Finance Easy takes the hassle out of borrowing money, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. No more meetings with bank managers, no reams of paperwork, just a few clicks on the website. Visit financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian credit licence number 392182. When it comes to the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, Stiff, Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel may assist you. Always read the label, use only as directed and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff, Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff, Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveallcollection.com.au or phone Ray 0406 671359. Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL Kit Home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. You wouldn't operate a chainsaw blindfolded. You wouldn't ride your dirt bike blindfolded. 
And you wouldn't walk on your roof, blindfolded. Yet too many people dig without searching before you dig online first. Because if you don't search first, you're digging blind. Avoid high-pressure gas mains and high-voltage electricity cables every time. Search before you dig online every time. And never dig blind. G'day, it's old rivals Ben Hennett and Josh Morris. At Coates, you can hire whatever you want for the job, like a floor grinder. Or a floor stripper, hey? Or a road saw. <laughs> or an excavator. Or even a power drill. <laughs> what is that? OK, Josh, you won this round. Hire any equipment for any job. Visit your nearest Coates or Bunnings Warehouse. Coats, equipped for anything. This is 2SM Sydney. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. It is 29 minutes after 6 here on High Tide. Looks like it's going to be a good day out there. Uh, heading for tops of around 23 degrees in Sydney. And tomorrow, not looking too bad, up to 24 degrees as well. Uh, the early part of the week, around 20, but it's going to dip down to about 19 on Wednesday. But... We're pretty good up until next Saturday, Mr. Blake. That's good. I like to hear that. I tell you where it is warm. Where's it warm? Up at Maroochydore. Oh, uh, t- heated up since Kieran's gone up there. <laughs> Apparently, they've got good feeds up there too. Oh, I'm told. Okay. Good morning, Swanee. How are you? G'day, Grant. Dave. Al. How are, How are we? you? We're good. We're good. G'day, Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm in better condition than Egon will be after Parramatta got flogged. Oh, don't bring it up, for God's sake. (laughs) I'm not talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That didn't take long. How long has he been up there? One day. One day. Not even a day. At least he's got some decent weather with him. The trouble is we're too exhausted to go fishing. What with looking after his car and ordering his... Veggies, mowing his lawn, feed and watered him, tucked him into bed, sang him the high tide theme song, and watched him drip off. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, some images that are going to be hard to get out of my back. mind. Yes. Good to have him back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, fellas. Yeah. Having a bit of fun in there, but I don't want to spend it. We are. We are. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, fishing wise, we're a little lousy weather earlier in the week. Um, you know, 30 knots, bubbles, wind, rain, you know, you name it. But uh, the last few days, and this weekend, the big highs plumped itself out off the coast. And the isobars are that far apart, you, you need a jet plane to go between them. Uh, and the wind's going to drop right off. We've got light and variable for the next three days at least, uh, which is a miracle for a weekend. So, you know, get out and make good use of it. You don't get too many weekends like the one's going to come up. Uh, boys will be definitely headed out to the banks. Uh, there's kingfish, uh, amberjack out there, um, on, uh, live baits and jigs. Um, check the water temperature, um, if it's up around the 20 mark out there, it might be worth a trial. There was, there was a few sailfish there before the blow, so it might be worth having a look. You might have a bit of fun with the sailfish. Uh, put some lures out on the way back in, a little light nor'easter behind you, and uh, you might, you never know what you might pick up. There's the odd uh, 
this time of year, you get the odd uh, uh, big mackerel, so a big Spanish mackerel, but uh, they're few and far between the lamb wolf fellas, what they call them. Uh, close in roots. Uh, yeah, probably less of them probably been Murphy's. Get some live baits and see if you can pick up some caviar. And just remember that uh, no snapper, no pearl perch are still right in the middle of the of the uh, the ban on them. We got until the sixteenth of next month, I think it is. So yeah, just be careful. Uh, a few tailors starting to show up. I think it's the official start of tailors season on Fraser Island. So if you're lucky enough to be heading up to Gary, um, yeah, it looks like it's shaping up to be a pretty good tailor season. They've been getting quite a few down here off the rocks and uh, uh, on metal slugs uh, off the beach too, especially on the lead up to the moon next week. Uh, worth a throw for a dew off the beach. They're getting a few brim too off North Shore. Uh, best baits there are mullet. Uh, uh, if you're fishing for tailor too, don't, don't be afraid. Uh, keep your frames of your fish and, and grind them up and don't be afraid to shot them into the, the gathered that you're fishing. You, you only need that little bit of blood smell in the water and uh, a bit of blood in the water and it really turns the tailor on, so it's worth a try. Um, the river's been a little bit quiet. Of course, the weather hasn't been much good, but uh, before the blow, uh, the young guns are getting some nice valley around the cod hole and around the bridge, uh, they'll be out there for this weekend, I'd say, in force, uh, with the odd school due in amongst it. Again, a few flathead up in Utilove Creek, uh, hard-bodied lures trolled along the edge of the uh, mangroves will get you a few fish. Uh, the rim down around the Black Banks and uh, Channel Island that gutter along the northern end, end of Channel Island, got a really good tide at uh, this weekend, you've got the run out tide in the morning, uh, strips of uh, mullet, uh, mullet gut, and things like that. And you'll get yourself a feeder brim. Yeah, generally, that's been, there's a bit there for everyone. We're going to have great weather. Hopefully, you can get out there and enjoy it. Sounds good to me. And do you think you could get a mud crab for Kieran for breakfast? I put the pot in, uh, when was it? Wednesday night, and uh. All I had was a pearl perch frame. <laughs> <laughs> Good bait, yeah. Yeah. Oh, before you before uh, you get all upset, that uh, the fish we had for tea in amongst the uh, prawn cutlets and the and the calamari, uh, I made fish pieces out of a whole pearl perch. I didn't pinch it, <laughs> Laurie. I didn't pinch it. That's the one you gave me. <laughs> 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 yeah, but Kieran but, was yeah. there for dinner, so there's no problems. <laughs> Yeah, anyhow, I, uh, I shot the pot in and uh, yeah, I left it in for a good shake and pulled it out about half past ten at night after putting it in at six o'clock and uh, uh, after the footy and uh, yeah, it was one journey, had to go back. So anyhow, I'll, uh, I'll see what I can do next week. I'm definitely going to get it in around the full moon. So well, I've got to get some mullet. It's been a little bit hard to come by at the moment, uh, especially with the bad weather, but uh, my mate that I get it off was supposed to ring me yesterday afternoon, but I never got the phone call, so apparently the, he didn't get any bait mullet. So, anyhow. Otherwise, try, try a chicken frame. Yeah, yeah I'm going to have to go and get some chicken frames. Yeah, yeah, it mm. looks like it. If we can't get the mullet, try yeah. the chicken frames. Yeah. They're the next best thing. That's it. Okay, Swanee. Yeah, you guys enjoy the boat show. We will, thank you. It, um, it's a thing we have every year. I'm 
I think it's my 34th or something. 34th. <laughs> You're looking forward to the boat show? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Your birthday, y'all, is it? Uh, yesterday it was. Thank you, Swanee. Yesterday. Happy, Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Thank you. mate. Yeah, you enjoy yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah. We did we went out for dinner with the kids? Because my daughter's birthday on Wednesday as well, so we had dinner on Thursday okay. night so as a family. Nice it was Al's probably the 40th, 21st. No, it was actually my 40, 46th anniversary of 21st. There you go. Yeah. Hey, hey, good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We, miss, we miss the boat show up here. We, uh, yeah, we just enjoy it. Though. Hey, you've got better than a boat show. You've got your own ambassador up there. Kieran will be with you. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 See you guys. Thanks, Wani. Well, Thanks, Yvonne. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks for that. You listen to High Tide. It's 22 minutes to 7. Afternoons with Brent Boltitude. The Cabinet's decision to keep or not to keep Dr. Philip Lowe as the uh, Reserve Bank Governor. Let's face it, that's a hell of an error. It's not just a small mistake, it's a beauty. I think when you make a mistake like that and you're in a position like that, you can't expect longevity. Around 60% of Generation Z said they feel more lonely now than they did when COVID restrictions and lockdowns were in place. Brent Boltitude has Sydney talking. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. For more about Arborvitae Joint Health and how it can help you manage mild arthritis and other aches and pains, you only have to listen to the comments of people that are already using it, people like Tracy. A friend suggested I tried Arborvitae and I can't believe how well it's worked for me. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Go to Arborvitae, that's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot A-U or you can phone Arborvitae on one three hundred eight seven nine eight six three. Bendix EV Hybrid Brake Pads are designed to meet the changing needs of EV braking systems, ensuring a low environmental impact whilst delivering low dust and quieter operation. Cleaner wheels, longer brake disc life and Bendix Green Titanium Stripe technology for instant friction without the need for bedding in. Ask for Bendix EV Hybrid Brake Pads at your next service. Bendix. Put your foot down with confidence. The biggest Elvis show on earth. A record-breaking event coming to Sydney in 2023. With over 100 musicians and singers in a world first, father and son star as Elvis. Sydney, it's your turn. The Elvis concert of the year. See and hear all the Elvis songs you know and love. One Sydney show only, Saturday, August 12 at Darling Harbour Theatre inside the International Convention Centre. Get your tickets from Ticketech.com. Looking for innovative appliances designed with the environment in mind? Then look no further. For over 110 years, Whirlpool has been a leader in kitchen and laundry appliances. Using patented Sixth Sense technology, Whirlpool guarantees outstanding results while saving precious time and energy. Watching the footy feel like a hot pie at halftime? The Whirlpool Crisp and Grill Microwave will cook you a perfectly crisp pie in only eight minutes, just in time for kickoff. So, have you got a Whirlpool? Visit whirlpool.com.au. 2SM has Sydney talking. 
more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Well, welcome back to High Tide. And if you thought there was a big hullabaloo the other day when Tom Cruise flew into Sydney with the paparazzi, it's going to be nothing compared to this week when Paul Burt makes his way down for the Sydney International Boat Show. Paul's joining us online. G'day, buddy. How are you? <laughs> Mate, when I get off the little Coke can, the Billy Coke can, <laughs> out of the Cessnock Airport, thanks to Blakey's uh, you know, commute, I'm sure. I'm sure the only people waiting there to grab us will be uh, the New South Wales Customs, probably because you know we're uh, we're from Queensland. You know, I need border control. It's crazy. Yeah, that, that's fair call. That's fair claim, isn't it, Blakey? They will want to see his fishing license when he comes into the country. <laughs> actually, funny thing is there, mate. I actually went through my drawer uh, yesterday in the office and I found it, um, and I took a photo of it. I thought, you know what? Because I'm not going to keep it with me all the time, and. You know, when I do go to New South Wales, which is happening next week to do some filming on uh, on Monday and Tuesday before the boat show starts, is that um, you know at least I've got the copy on my on my phone to say, hey, look, I don't have it on me, but here is the copy, and you can check it out by using you know logging on to this number. Is that is that what you can do? Because that's nope. well, no, but see, we actually have digital licenses here in New South Wales, and right. your fishing license goes onto your digital license, so you can bring it up live on your right. phone on an app. But that's, uh, we're a bit ahead of Queensland. And Al, correct me if I'm wrong, and I may well be wrong, but I thought when I got my license, <laughs> my license that uh, that's just a prerequisite, Paul, I, that you actually had to have the hard copy on you. No, no, no. With the New South Wales now, if you've got your fishing license and your boat license on your digital license on the my service New South Wales app, that's fine. Oh, okay, because cool. It, it's a New South Wales government app. Yeah, no but you can't use your car licence. Uh, you can't use that as your car licence. Some of the highway patrol will let you get away with it, but theoretically you're supposed to have your hard licence on. And I thought it was the same with the fishing uh, no. fishing licence, but hey, I'm no. glad to be wrong. And, Paul, you were right. I was wrong. No, you're right, mate. It's very rare but um, for me. But, it, mate, look, the thing is, I guess, you know, Sometimes if you're fishing, you're beach fishing, and, and I totally agree with what Blake is saying. The digital licence is really the way that's got to go. And yeah, I know that yes. a lot of people are saying, oh, you can't do that because it's an invasion of privacy, et cetera, et cetera. And I, I kind of get that. But, you know, it is becoming a cashless society and people are using everything on their phones. And, you know, we've just got to get used to it. And um, and hopefully, uh, you know, technology improves where hackers can't get in and take you and steal your identity. Well, also, also, hang on, Grant, with, with the digital licences on the Service New South Wales app, they are live. If your licence gets cancelled, it disappears. It's not uh, there any longer. Wow. So it's got date and timestamp and everything on it to show that it's live. Wow. And as we all know, especially me, I'm working on my boat, you drop more things over over the overboard <laughs> than you, you keep on your boat. So if you if you happen to, you know, if you've got your hard licence and you lose it, well, that's a hassle to get it back. But if it's on your phone, you're absolutely laughing. And even if you lose your phone, you've still got your, you've still got your license. Well, that's, that's a good thing, though, isn't it, really? As long as you've got your license. I don't know. Look, it's just one of these things. You, you just try and keep everything with. I think the fisheries, guys, if you take a photo and it's on your phone and you've got your, if you've got your hard copy for Queenslanders, if you've got your hard copy in your wallet, great. If you don't, you've got it on your phone. I'm sure, you know, they're, they're quite smart, the inspectors, that they'll be able to, um, you know, check your, your, the license number to see if it's valid. And then, you know, yeah. 
also what comes into it is how you treat that fisheries officer. Oh, absolutely, mate. Love and joy, love and joy. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. there, it, the police force have got exactly the same saying. There's two problems. The problem that you had on the road and whether you failed the attitude test. That's it. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Oh, look, you know, it just comes down to common courtesy. And, 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 you know, that's the way us three were raised. There's common courtesy and respect. And, uh, and one thing I did see when I was in Japan, and, and no disrespect here against anyone, by any means, I have children myself, is that over there, like, the kids in schools, they, they before they're allowed to play, they've got to, they've got to go around and pick up any rubbish. They've got yes. to, before, and, and that's all the schools there. They, they walk around, they pick up the rubbish, and then they're allowed to play. Whereas, you know, here, there's nothing like, there's no, there's no education for, for respect back to, you know, from parents to teachers or anything like that. I'm not saying all kids like that, because, again, I have children, but, I can I can honestly say that you know I think we have dropped the ball and it's you know the ball's bolted like it's it's gone it's it's absolutely hard to 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 see that difference uh, when you, when you do look at different you know cultures and nationalities whatever it might be and, and look, don't get me wrong I love I love Australia for heaven's sakes you know um, but it is it is you, you saw the the schooling when you guys when I went to school is that you, you treat, you were treated with respect. You respected your elders and your teachers yes, and yes. you never back chatted. Oh God, no. But now, but I hear some stories from teachers who I, you know, I'm, I'm quite friendly with. Um, it, it absolutely shocks me to think that even some of the words that come out of kids' mouths to the teachers is, is even said. And how depressing yeah. is the Paul when you say stuff like that and you sound like your dad? <laughs> Grant. <laughs> Grant. Grant. Please don't say that. How has the fishing been up there? Or have, oh, have you, change hey, the subject. Okay, no, let, let's be honest. Have you had a chance to go out and do any fishing? You're working so hard at the moment, so uh, I should... I, I have had time, buddy. I have had time. The, the old Rangoon cane pole that I've been using there, Sonny's been getting a good workout. Oh, back in my day, mate, we didn't have those. If we had a stick and a bit of cut wire, we were happy. I had a bit of chafe bag there for the beach worm. <laughs> Uh, look, no, mate. It's uh, we've had a fantastic week, actually. I, I managed to get some beautiful uh, cephalopods and squid. They're really around in great numbers at the moment um, throughout the Gold Coast Broadwater. There, we've had a load of bait fish balls on the beaches here, and in amongst them, the school sharks. And they're great to eat school sharks. I love eating flake like that. And there's been a load of tailor amongst them as well, and a few a few tuna, like you know frigate tuna and sort of mac tuna. They're not the best, but good fun on the on the light gear. Um, and you really got to match the hatch. So you could use like a, a Gillies Pilly profile around 30 gram would be ideal because the, the white pillies and the frognap pillies are only small. They're only about five, maybe six centimetres long tops. Um, so having a lure around that 30 gram to 35, maybe 40 would be enough. Um, and, and you can work it off the beach. You don't need a boat in this situation. Just head down to Miami or Palm Beach Reef or, or Mermaid and have a look out in the gutters, look for the birds, look for a big black oil slick and just start working the edges. Don't cast in the middle. Work the edges would be best. And also, there's been some really good catches of mahi-mahi out on the government fads, which is in around that 36 fathom line at 40 fathoms and 50 fathoms uh, due east of the seaway. So, and up around that 153, uh, sorry, 27.42, 27.43, which is northeast of the seaway and your GPS mark is really holding some quality fish uh, up there as well. So, pilchards have been working best, but you can use, live baits are unreal, but the issue is live bait doesn't really want to bite well when it's dark still. So you've got a bit of a conundrum here. Do you want to wait and get the liveys like pre-dawn, just on dawn, have your lights on your boat shining up and try and get them up to the surface to catch? As soon as a bit of dawn breaks, you'll get full string. But the chance is someone else has gone past you with a block of pilchards and head out there and hit those those dolphin fish up. So you turn up with a live bait and 
you know, you've already missed the run. So it's a, it's a bit of a, yeah, do I or do I not uh, type of situation. But they are about in good numbers. That's a, that's a, that's a guarantee. There's also been some beautiful catches of uh, Amberjack. A, a good friend of mine, Gavin uh, Woodbury from Sea Probe Charters, been uh, getting, he got an Amberjack that was 80-odd pound. Uh, yesterday. It was a monster of a fish uh, and they've been dusted up by some good kingfish and amberjacks at the moment, again from the shelf. But there's been no shortage of good quality catches coming in uh, for those wanting to try their luck around uh, the Tweed Reefs as well, uh, in particular around the Nine Mile, uh, heading out towards uh, the, the wider 42 and 50 fathom grounds. I mean, there's some good fish out there. Uh, you're allowed to catch pearl perch and snapper over the border. In Queensland, you can't at the moment. So um, a lot of people have been heading south around Brunswick and Ballina and Byron Bay and, and hitting up some good snaps down there. So there's been some good catches. But the, the high-pressure system, as you'd know, guys, is, is moving our way and we've got light winds forecast for the next uh, 72 hours to 96 hours, four days of great weather, light winds and uh, blue skies. So I think it'll be a, a lot of people venturing out there and uh, and, and having a, a look at the uh, at the fishing side of things. Heaps of flattered in the estuaries, the flattered classics just around the corner. So, uh, you know, that's at the end of September. Um, so we're really seeing some some good fish uh, for those who want to have a crack, um, you know, over the coming days. So I can't see any any change, uh, particularly today and tomorrow, uh, with uh, with people wanting to get out there. I'd be getting to the boat ramps a bit early, though, because I think they'll be inundated with loads of people heading out. Okay. Now, Paul, the wind's been puffing fairly hard up north in Queensland the last few days. They, they have been, Blakey, yeah. The, the typical southeast trades have been really pushing in north of that Capricornia coast, heading up towards the tropical coast, you know, sort of Mackay, Townsville, Cairns. Uh, that's bringing the odd isolated shower into those regions. Townsville hasn't seen much, but it's enough there to just create a lot of normal activity between the reef and the mainland, that inshore reef area and channels. It, uh, it's quite bumpy. So they've had very strong winds pushing up there. But, um, you know, fingers crossed, uh, you know, does ease back. I know the areas around, you know, your neck of the woods you like there at 1770 there, Blakey, and heading back down towards Harvey Bay and the Wide Bay Burnett region. We're going to see a, a, a lower uh, wind uh, velocity over the coming days due to that high shifting a few degrees north of, of its current pattern. So I think we're going to see some pretty good weather pushing in there, but the far northern reaches, yeah, not the best. Oh, one thing we yeah. did find is a barramundi dead in the Narang River today as well. So um, I had a, a photo sent through to me and it was a, a, a bloody big barramundi too. And and uh, I said, look, you know, a couple of things there could have happened is one, the cold weather, clearly, you know, these fish aren't, you know, if a, if a barramundi was meant to be on the Gold Coast, they'd be brooding here. Now, people yeah. are letting it go because they they have them in their tank and they don't want to kill old Barry the barra. It gets pretty big, pretty quick. So they let them go and people recatch them. So that's how that happens. But, you know, naturally, if a, if a, if a fish was meant to be where it is, it's going to breed and stay in that, in that area. We catch brim here because they're meant to be here. We catch flat whiting, mangrove jacks, cod, all that stuff. But you don't get barramundi, you know, naturally, unless someone's let it go and someone catches it, they're going to feed. So this fish could have died from cold weather or it could have died from maybe it's got a hook in its throat you know it just couldn't feed whatever but you know there's uh, a lot of questions flying around you know should barramundi be stocked here on the coast uh, well the question is it's a great sport fish but uh you know they're, they're going to be kept being caught and people kept will keep releasing them providing you can buy them at the local you know pet store but uh, reality is you, you're never going to see barramundi breeding full on here uh unfortunately no, you, the fisheries money would be better spent stocking something that will breed there and, and uh, create a better fishery. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And that's what we're doing this morning after I talk to you guys. I'm going out to the Hinn's Dam with my young fellow and we're just going to chase some bass. Uh, you know, areas like Mugger Dam, they stock about 100,000 bass a year in, in those dams. Uh, they, they, they can't breed in those dams, but they're stocked in that dam and they'll all 
fatten up and row up during this time of the year, wanting to get over the to get down to the brackish water to breed, right? But um, you know, uh, but that, that that won't happen. They can't unless there's a massive deluge and the spillway overflows. But then they've got to get back up. But that's when they start to breed in those in the creeks and rivers, you know. Um, but yeah, the dams at the moment made a ph- phenomenal for for uh, for bass, and uh, there's plenty of them out there as well. Okay. Not just the week, yeah. Yeah, bit of fun. Okay, well now we're stepping outside today, mate. Um, yeah, we uh, you know, there's a repeat from um, last episode. We're on seven days a week at the moment, so you can get your daily fix and step outside. But uh, tomorrow we've got a great show. We're actually uh, whiting fishing in the rivers. Just uh, the old bread and butter fish love catching whiting, and then we're cooking up whiting the old way that the emperors of China used to have, and that was not using whiting, but the forbidden rice, which is the black rice. So. Um, forbidden rice is a rice that was really only kept for for the wealthy, for for people with notoriety back in those days. But now you can buy it at IGA stations. So you know it's uh, it's it's everywhere, um, and it's just it just adds a little bit more flavour and colour to the dish. So uh, we're doing a cook up as well. So that should be pretty cool. beautiful. Sounds back good. in my day, we used to use <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> polish to put on the rice to make it black. Hey, Blake, you pull the plug. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> No, I mean the one. <laughs> See you, Birdie. Have a good one. Good on Fair you guys. Have a great Saturday. See you guys. Uh, I don't think he trusts me, does he? <laughs> let's, let's dash up to Matt from Salamander Bait and Tackle. Good morning. How are you? Happy Saturday, chaps. You Last too. Saturday in July. Mm. Only one more winter month to go, and then it's into spring. Everyone's excited. Except for us black fishermen, of course. We, we don't want it to become spring yet. Um, well, I saw the race tips online. I've shared them on the page already, so hopefully you can start laying your bets on people. I do like that fish that you've got, you put up about an hour ago on uh, your Facebook page. Yeah, so um, yes, yes. Uh, I had nothing to do with it. I just received a message, but <laughs> Nathan Hoskins this morning off Fingal Bay, that Jewfish. <laughs> Looks like a nice fish. It caught on uh, Fresh Dead Taylor, I think, and I'm going to guess in the old school it's 40 pounds. I can't, that's only a guess. I'm having a quick look at the picture right now. Actually, yeah, I'd say it's up there around the 18 kilo mark. They've been catching a fair few deer off the beaches too. Um, Gavin got one down on Barubi during the week. Um, The guys have been getting them down at the southern end of, at the Stockton end of Stockton Beach, rather. Um, There's a couple came off Samurai. Uh, Another one came off Fingal during uh, early last week when they could get out and have a fish for them. And when we went down to Samurai and had a fish, we didn't get anything keeper-wise, but one afternoon, but a whole lot of very small, like about school rulers, what's that, about 30 centimetres sized jewfish, um, all little throwback ones, but there was lots of them down there, so which is a good sign for the future. Um, fundamentally, uh, bread and butter species, the blackfish on the main break all are going quite well. You've got to put a bit of time in, but they're big fish. Uh, for this year, they're consistently big fish. Um, there is also some brim down there, uh, not as many as there probably should be. Ocean beaches are producing brim. I mean, Scully got six yesterday morning down on the big beach. Uh, single bay the same, one mile. Uh, Nathan got some brim and three whiting off Box Beach during the week two at the northern end on some live yabbies, so water temp is a little warmer. Um, some drama around the traps. Uh, single point, snapper point, and down at Big Rocky, they've been getting some nice drama. Fisherman's Bay, you get some snapper down there. Um, and what else? That's pretty much about it. They've, this weekend's meant to be cracker weather-wise, so they've already had a couple of boats go out. So. You stopped. 
I stopped. Yes. Oh, there, was, there was a song in the background. <laughs> yeah, it came up a bit loud. Just about to go. Duff <laughs> Salamander Bay, Tackle yeah. Salamander Bay, Salamander Bay, behind the Coles Express Service Station, 498 207 You were saying? That was a go-away song. <laughs> right, no worries. Have a great Saturday. <laughs> that is the program for today. Kieran Riki, thank you very much for popping along. It's my pleasure. And please, while you're out and about, keep your eye on the sky. Safe boating, everyone.